0: welcome to the stepping into she podcast it's your girl and your host courtney creator of stepping into she and i'm so excited to bring this episode to you today thank you everyone for coming back to another episode of stepping into she i am your host courtney and i have an amazing guest with me today who is telling her story of becoming and stepping into she we have latoya on with us how are you today
1: hey i'm good
0: (laughs) good good so we want to know who you are so as we get ready to jump into these questions let's talk a little bit about who latoya is tell us who you are what's going on in your life the things that you're doing dish dish dish
1: yeah yeah so i'm latoya um i'm a mom first time mom newly engaged um i'm an advocator of all things black people um I I'm a professional. Um, I'm degreed and certified in psychology. Um, and so I advocate a lot for our Black youth, our Black families, um, really our district residents here in DC. Um, because of course, as you know, with you know everything, we're, we're like being pushed out of DC. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. So um, I like to like connect people back to like the resources, our roots here in DC. Um, so, I, I just advocate for it all. Um, I'm also a big advocate on motherhood and, you know, helping women feel confident and comfortable um, that they can, you know, carry and conceive a life, but also be able to support and provide um, for a baby as well. Um, I'm a big personal education. Um, and so, you know, I'm always pushing. Um, everyone at all levels to just continue to learn and grow like there's nothing that we can never learn from and so um, I'm always like you know pick up a book let's read this let's check this out like let's just dig deeper um, into something so um, yeah I I think that that pretty much described (laughs) like I guess, a surface level of who I am.
0: (laughs) So you did mention D.C. Are you a native to D.C.? Are you from the DMV area originally or do you live in it? Okay.
1: Yeah. So um, don't live in D.C. currently because I cannot afford um, to live comfortably in D.C. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um, But yes, native of D.C., born and raised in D.C., um, familiar with D.C. public charter schools. Um, However, you know the way funding works and how, you know, our schools are treated. My mom really pushed to try to put me in schools that were better. So I didn't spend all of my school um, career in DC public schools. Um, However, as a professional, I'm constantly in DC public schools, working with kids, working with uh, teachers and families and, you know, just connecting everyone at every level to different resources. So I'm a big advocate. Um, in that community, but yes, DC born and raised.
0: <laughs> okay, okay, we can hear it in the accent. Definitely can hear it in yes. the accent.
1: <laughs> so you
0: talked a little bit about being advocate um, for for Black and Brown people in DC and mm-hmm. connecting connecting them to their roots and resources. Has that always been something you've wanted to do in your life? Like growing up, was that something you've always aspired to do, or kind of did, did you just kind of fall into that? How did you get in? to
1: that. Yeah. Um I don't think I ever wanted to do it like as a kid I never said, "Oh man, I aspire to help people," you know? Mm-hmm. Um I think I've always had a soft spot for people and people who have challenges, whether it's like physical challenges or, you know, economic challenges like I always was like, "Oh man, you know, trying to understand why." And um actually when I got to college, I was so sold on being a biology major right i'm like oh my god i'm gonna go be this scientist and i'm gonna get all this money and then i took my first chemistry class and it was like yeah no that's that's not for you um and so my um i was also taking like a general like 101 psychology class and um i started learning about like family dynamics and so it really really like had me like oh man i love this and so Um, I decided to take more psychology classes and eventually turn my major into psychology. And and just when I went to graduate school for psychology, I just slowly learned that I can relate um, on a lot of levels of like how family dynamics work just within my family, um, just the different challenges and barriers that we have and just understanding like, man, I wish I had someone like me to be able to help us back then when we were going through the challenges, um to be able to get connected to resources and understand like okay this is how you can do this versus Mm -hmm. you know having to struggle 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 um to try to figure it out you know Mm -hmm. um so that's that's what really kind of like ignite my fire I guess if I if I could say um just just remembering that it was a point in time where I wish my family had the resources and the help um and so that really helps me to make sure that if if I'm not the help, then I try to connect you to the help. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that, that's what really drives me. I love that. That's
0: awesome. Um, <laughs> I also went to school to be a forensic scientist and I took a chemistry class. And I was like, nope, <laughs> we're a social sciences. Point me in the direction of criminal justice because I All can't do this. Right.
1: <laughs>
0: I could right. not do it. <laughs> yeah. um, so you, you also mentioned having someone like you when you needed that like someone Mm -hmm. like that when you were growing up and younger Um, and you talked a lot about working in the community how do you take the things that how do you take being the person you needed then into where you are now what does that look like I know you said resources and connecting connecting people in that way but what, what other things do you need to really pour into the community the way you wanted someone to pour into you?
1: Yeah, I think just one, just speaking about that, you know, we have been given um, disadvantages. Like we, 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 we didn't have the same advantages as some people. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, in a lot of communities where, you know, they are poor or, you know, don't have the resources we don't like to talk about what the problem is except for we like to complain about why this person isn't helping us or why we feel entitled to something Mm -hmm. and so you know i i wish that i had someone that could kind of explain to my mom and dad like okay hey this is what happened as you grew up and this is why because of the choices you made Mm -hmm. you are in this position and why your kids are in this position Mm -hmm. and you know if if the cycle doesn't break then you're going to keep being in this position um and versus it's just like oh you're going through that oh you don't have money you're poor it's like okay how do we get here so Mm. um and i hope i'm not confusing things but i really think like educating people on why they are where they are really helps them to understand how to get out of it like Mm. we can talk about a lot of solutions and of course simply like oh just go get a job you want money or You know oh just stop using drugs if you don't want to use drugs but then Mm -hmm. we don't really focus on the root of the problem like why do we feel as though it's okay to not work why do we feel so comfortable with using drugs like you know Mm -hmm. what is the the meaning behind this what is the education and so um i know that you know for my family you know they didn't understand why certain things were the way it was and so Mm -hmm. i just wish that they had somebody that was there to be able to educate them and say like you know hey let's talk about why this is happening Mm because it's happening for a reason Mm -hmm. um and i think that that haven't always been a case and it has transferred into that over the years since now everybody is talking about mental health and it's such a big topic these days but that that's not always the case, you know, mm-hmm. that wasn't always the case. And especially yeah. just even back early nineties, you know, when we were were children, that wasn't the case. Like, right. you know, people just didn't really talk about mental health and why things are happening within families. It's kind of mm-hmm. just like, don't talk about it. Let's just fix it. <laughs> mm,
0: yeah, that's deep. That's real. I think that's definitely something that's happening in the world right now. And I think it's really important to have people who can, bring that education, who can bring those conversations to the forefront, because we are in a time where we're learning more and we're open to change and we're open to experiencing different things and learning more about not just how we got here and where we came from, but how we can actually make changes and do things differently right. moving forward. And like you said, like, how do we break that? How do you break the, the generational curses or how do you break the cycle of things that are happening? So I think that's really, really important to bring that right. into the community. So thank you, one, for that. For doing that in dc in the dc area um, i think that's amazing and i do want to switch gears just a little bit because you touched on it earlier um that you are a mom mm-hmm. <laughs> to a beautiful little girl um, i know this yeah. because i know you and i follow your page and i've seen it. <laughs>
1: um,
0: so talk a little bit about how um becoming a mom has changed has or has it changed your journey Um, Because you talked a little bit about being an advocate for women being able to conceive and carry, and how that's really important. Tell us how you got to that space. Was that something you were passionate about before you had your daughter, or did that kind of come about as you were becoming a mom?
1: Yeah. So I think you know, just like I want to say, this is typical of like most girls. Like you know, you grow up and you say, oh, when I grow up, I want to have kids and I want to get married and all these things, and so. I knew that I always wanted to have kids. Um, and so, you know, of course, when I met, you know, my now fiance, um, it's so funny. Our, our goal wasn't to, to have a baby right then and there, um, but, you know, it happened. And so once we, you know, discussed, like, wow, how would life look? And we started talking about, like, you know, all of the things that we want to do, you know, how we're going to discipline, what schools we're going to do, what, you know, um, with neighborhoods, you know, as we started talking about all these things, um, it kind of just really makes you sit back and be like, oh, wow, I'm really responsible for a life, you know, and then once you look at that, um, at least for me, it just really gave me the motivation to, to try my hardest at everything um, to get it right. And even if I can't get it right, to figure out what's the right way to teach her Um, I think a lot of moms um, and I and I don't want to disown the dads, but just speaking from a woman perspective, I think a lot of moms come into motherhood thinking that they have to get it right. They have to be their child's idol and biggest, um, you know, inspiration when it's really just like strive to be all of those things. But if there's something you do not know, don't beat yourself up on it. Just Mm -hmm. teach them what it is like what is the right thing what what it should what should be the correct way to go about things um i know like you know from me speaking with like a lot of families where a lot of moms who have been you know heavily traumatized and been through a lot um they don't know you know how to display love how Mm -hmm. to um have their children open up emotionally and so you know and that can come off as like cold hearted and some people are like, wow, like you shouldn't be a mother when it's really just like, okay, they wasn't given that, they wasn't taught that, that doesn't mean that they can't teach their child that. Mm. Um, so just this, this whole journey of motherhood has just, you know, it, it keeps me accountable because I know I have a little person that I have to make sure is okay. Um, but it also just helps me to understand life um, mm. more. And, and more simplicity and and you know even as she gets older it's so funny like talking with her I, I just recall some of the things that will make you frustrated but I'll never forget one time I was frustrated and she was like mom it's okay Aww. it's it's okay and I was like you're making it seem like it's not a big deal and, I, and it's just like just to be around little people and just see them interact with the world it's just like man I wish I could keep you little forever because yeah you like you're so open arms with the world and you haven't been through any experiences to have you like even look at the world kind of skeptical and I just feel like that is like the most amazing thing to be able to live so bravely and careless because you don't know at all what's out here in this world um and so it's it's just a constant reminder to like just continue to be carefree like continue Mm. to to be your best, to display your emotions, to, to recognize what you have within you, um, but to never stop learning and growing. Um, mm. and, and so for that, it is just, it has shaped my ways in more than one. Um, but to touch on the advocate piece, um, really, I just think a lot of people in our community, you know, they, there aren't, there aren't too many resources for like Black moms and mm-hmm. to make sure that Black moms are taken care of. And right. and even like mentally, because, you know, of course we could drive to hospitals, you know, however far the distance to get a good doctor, but it doesn't necessarily mean that we're being taken care of mentally. And so, yeah. you know, motherhood comes with a whole lot. Um, and we think that that only happens in an infant stage when mm-hmm. like you're not getting enough sleep but it's like, honestly, the whole lot happens at different stages. It's Mm -hmm. like, because even when they do start sleeping through the night, you know, now you have a little person that you're trying to help them regulate their emotions and helping them understand things and helping them learn. And so, you know, it just becomes a lot. Um, Mm -hmm. And so it's just really good to be able to have, you know, either that strong village or that strong support system Mm -hmm. to be able to lean on and just check in with you um or that partner but it's just making sure that you know you really connect with yourself and just understand when you're not okay
0: um Mm -hmm. and
1: be okay with not being okay because you know I've had times where you know I had to sit with myself and say I am really cranky right now (laughs) and I know that three is triggering me Mm -hmm. and and, you know some and I'm sorry my daughter name is three I say three like people know who she (laughs) is Um, (laughs) But, um, you know, we, we also have to understand too that sometimes our children do trigger us. You know, mm. like they're new, They're although we created them, they're new humans to us. Mm-hmm. And so just as much as they're learning us, we're learning them. And so I think that it sounds like as a bad parent that people are like, oh my God, my child is frustrating me right now. And it's like, no, it's okay. Like you're yeah. trying to figure out what your child needs so they can be okay. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you are being overstimulated. And so, you know, mm. it's just one of those things where it's like, it's okay to have those moments, but in those moments, you know, just take that minute for yourself and breathe and just process it and just be okay with knowing like you're not a bad parent today because okay, today was the day that your kid finally like mm. pushed your last buttons. Mm-hmm. Like it's okay, you know? Yeah. Um, so I'm just, I'm just like, I'm for all things, you know, motherhood, just really just making sure that you know, especially black and brown moms understand that, you know, they they have what it takes that, you know, they are loved, they are supported, you know, they are worthy um, because, you know, moms just just get a bad rep, you know, more often than not and, and yeah. don't get the fair treatment that they deserve. So every time, you know, I'm around someone, if they're pregnant or if they're any close friends, family members, I'm just like, you know, I'm always speaking life into them because I, mm. I know that it, it could be so easy for anybody to take it out, you yeah.
0: know? Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Um, You touched on something and I wanted to ask you this. When you said it's okay when your child triggers you and it's okay to feel that, how was it getting to that point with sitting with yourself and allowing yourself to be okay with that? Because I think in talking with a lot of moms, it's really hard to not just be vulnerable, but to to understand that it's okay to get mad and and to not be happy all the time. Was it a journey for you to do that, and what was that like? It
1: it was it was. So I know I I always um like always said to myself that when I have children, I wanted to be the mom that wasn't like my mom when I was growing up because you know my mom she went through a lot of trauma, and so of course with unhealed trauma, it it magnifies in some way and so hers came out with her anger and frustration and so a lot of times when we triggered her we would get like this real bad angry mom and so you know it scared us and put us in like this place of like walking on eggshells around our mom and so you know as I grew more into like understanding psychology and how everything works you know and and me wanting a child I knew like okay I don't want my child to feel nervous around me or to feel like they have to work on eggshells or to feel like they can't just be a kid because, you know, kids are going to to test your waters because that's what they're supposed to do. That's how they <laughs> learn how things work. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, it, it takes practice. It's nothing that is overnight and a cookie cutter process. You know, like I've had my days where I had to check myself. Where I'm like, oh, my gosh, I, I yelled at her too hard or oh my gosh, I, I, I've raised my voice this much. And it's like, you know, um, and and three, you know, she's a cancer and I don't want to go with the stereotypes, but (laughs) highly emotional in tune beings. They are okay. Love them to death, but yes, they are very in touch with their emotions. And, um, you know, as I learned through this process, like you know, if three is gonna cry, three is gonna cry until she wants to cry. There's no stopping the crying. Mm. And so I remember that it used to stimulate me so bad that I would like, like, okay, oh my god, I need to shut down. Like it's too much. I can't take it. Until where, I started noticing like let me just talk to her softly let me just bring her back down and let me just you know hold her hand and give her some sensory and and you know i noticed when i took that approach the whining stopped oh. you know she talked to me she expressed what's going on with her and so you know i started learning another toolbox to use like you know the raising the voice and yelling doesn't work with every kid and and with most kids it doesn't but you know, talking to them calmly and actually showing them some love and some compassion mm-hmm. in a moment where they think they're in trouble mm-hmm. really works best. You know, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, that that's just like it's just been a learning and growing thing.
0: <laughs> yes, I'm definitely taking notes for when I become a mom. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes. definitely taking some notes on that. <laughs> um, so one of the other things you touched on. And this was a conversation we had at From Brunch to Launch. So plug in mm-hmm. uh, vocal actions from brunch, brunch to launch annual vision board event that happened earlier this year. And earlier you talked about newly engaged to your fiance um, and you have an amazing wedding coming up. And one of the things that we talked about while we were at the event and you shared a little bit was we know we talk a lot about um, women finding themselves prior to getting in a relationship. But you can also find yourself while you're in a relationship. Um, talk to us a little bit about that. What was that like? Tell us um, how you came to that conclusion, or how you guided yourself through that um, in your relationship.
1: Yeah. Um. So it's so funny. Um. So when when <laughs> when John and I met, it, it so we 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 truly met to like just meet up it really was not going into this as like a Mm long-term husband and wife child like none of that Mm -hmm. um but then you know as I from day one when I first spent my day around him and every day after you know even up to current um John was always like this calm and my life has always been like so edgy and you know, respond to everything and everybody when they need it. And it was always go, 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 go mode. Um, But every time I would come around, John, it was always like live in a present, like calm yourself Mm -hmm. down, Mm -hmm. just sit here for a second, just breathe, just take in things. And um, and in that, you know, like that, that created a sense of like meditation and um, connecting to myself and just, you know right away, we always were able to talk about really vulnerable conversations and like really open up about, you know, some of our deepest wounds and um, deepest traumas. And so in talking to him, it was very therapeutic and it really helped me to, you know, talk about, you know, my insecurities and, you know, what things I've been through that may cause me to act certain ways now. And, Mm you know, what things I want to work on to not bring into our relationship that could possibly hinder our relationship. And, um, and so in the midst of all of this, I realized that I slowly started becoming more understanding and less triggered in conversations and less, you know, um, offended when talking with him and it became more conversational, more understanding. And so um. When I say like, you know, he truly helped me find myself. Like, I, I really was able to really tap into a higher person that wasn't always living in survival mode. Like, I, mm. I I truly was able to just live in the present and 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 live in love and not have to be on survival on fight or flight. You know, it mm-hmm. was really like, no, just stand here and let's let's be in love and let's feel this love and let's express this love and so Mm -hmm. um that truly helped me to like embark on another journey of you know loving myself and finding myself and and you know understanding what that is and what that looks like for me and so um yeah he played a really uh significant role in that
0: Hmm. so tell us a little bit about your journey of loving and finding yourself and stepping into she how has that been for you let's say since you decided to take an intentional role in like doing that what has that been like
1: yeah um so it's been it's been up and down um because I've been able to like really hold myself accountable more but and doing so, like, and I know people see this over Instagram all the time, and it's like, hold yourself accountable, hold yourself accountable, you got to be accountable, mm-hmm. but it's like, when you really do that, it's not always as pretty as it may seem, and it's not always mm-hmm. as easy as it may seem, yeah. and so, you know, for me, you know, it was like, okay, I'm aware about these things, but now what I'm going to do about it, mm-hmm. and so, you know, one of those things of, you know, um, John bringing that up to me, and, and, him helping me find myself is, is like, okay, what about the, the the parts that you don't like about yourself that are not so good that mm-hmm. could be hindering yourself or this relationship? It's like how do you how are you going to hold yourself accountable to make the mm-hmm. changes that need to be made? What are you going to do? And so that's not an easy conversation. That's not an easy solution or an easy fix, you know mm-hmm. especially, We've been ourselves for however many years where, you know, we are. And so um and so with that, it really took me, you know, having to to really sit with myself. And sometimes I journal or sometimes, you know, I write or just sit in darkness and just really just think and be with my thoughts and just like, you know, do you really want to sabotage what you have going for you good? Mm-hmm. Or because someone is testing you to change yourself or do you want to risk it all and just stay the same person that you are all because it's scary to work on yourself. Mm. And so um, I really just took, pushed myself to be more intentional. And so, you know, John and I had, you know, agreements where it was like, can you call me out when you see me doing that thing that I shouldn't be doing? and then in that it brought awareness to like oh these are one of those moments and it's like oh and it puts it in context for me to be able to understand and then I could look deeper and say well why am I doing this right here and then it goes back to like oh you feel you feel offended or you feel like you need to defend yourself in this moment so that's Mm -hmm. why you're doing this and um you know and John was you know one one prop that I will always Give to him just as a man and who he is, like he's always going to make me feel comfortable in any situation. And so, um, one thing that I love about him that he did so well was that he didn't make me feel like the bad guy or like you know, or, or like the problem, it was like, mm. okay, let's work through this together because I also want to know if I'm doing something to trigger this response in you. Mm. Um, and that says a lot about his character because a lot of people could just be like, "Yeah, it's you. You need to change that." Versus <laughs> just like, "Okay, I wonder what response am I giving you to make you do that." Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, so it it was not, you know, it wasn't the prettiest when you got to sit there with yourself and then, you know, your mind plays its little psyche on you and it's like oh, you, you, you really need to get yourself together. Like that, that was horrible what you did. And then you start mm-hmm. believing yourself like, oh, I'm a horrible person. Oh my yeah. God, you know, mm-hmm. and you just go down this rabbit hole of thoughts. Um, but it's really one of those things where it's like, okay, are we going to have the victim mindset or are we going to say, okay, we can make some changes right here. Let's mm-hmm. change. Um, and and that's like the the process that I had to kind of go through to to get back to, to making sure that I don't just go back into that that bad area that wasn't mm. good.
0: Yeah, that's 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 really I think we've all been in a place where that negative self-talk kind of hits you. And I love how you said mm-hmm. like the accountability and having someone who can call you out on that. I think a lot of times, you know, we stray away from people who can tell us like in that moment, these are the things that we're doing even if we want to grow, I think we still stray mm-hmm. away from it. So it's really empowering that you leaned into that and said, help, you know, like I'm going to continue mm-hmm. to be here, but also be aware and listen to what, you know, you're saying so I can work on me. And I think that's important, not just for, for your relationship, but also for you yeah. to be able to better yourself. So I love that. I think that's awesome. Um, yeah. I love that. I love that. So we talked a little bit about Latoya, the advocate, we talked about Latoya, the mom, we talked about (laughs) Latoya, the newlywed. Um, But I want to talk a little bit about um, and we talked about your journey. I want to talk a little bit about Latoya and um, how she has continued to step into she in this year. So I want to ask you based on your journey and some of the things you've learned along the way, what are some tips or advice that you can give some women listening, whether they're Um, looking to be a mom or they're in the stages of becoming a mom, whether they are a newlywed or newly engaged, or just looking for some support along the way?
1: Yeah, um, I would definitely say that one, love starts within you. um, Until you learn to love yourself unconditionally in all of what you are, the good, bad, ugly, you know, in your, in your highest state, in your lowest state, um, then, you know, it truly wouldn't work out for you as a mom, as a partner, as a wife, as whatever, you know, like Mm -hmm. I truly love starts with self and really loving yourself unconditionally. Um, so I, I would really push all women to build up that love to where, Without a doubt, they're gonna put they're gonna put themselves first because they know that that's what matters. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that leads into my second um, tip: is like never forget to put yourself first. I think that it's so easy to put our children and our spouses in front of us because you know, one, we're taught that at an early age. Like you know, we see on TV shows, like you know, the mom got to be all of these hands at mm-hmm. one time, um, or the wife has to be all these hands at one time. And so often, you know, we're just like, I'm not even hungry, I'm just gonna go and lay down, you know, it's like, always take care of yourself. Like, even when you get into that relationship, when you get into that marriage, when you walk into that motherhood, like, don't forget to do the things that you were doing beforehand, you know, like, I will always push, like, never, ever, ever, ever just lose yourself all Mm -hmm. because, you know, now you have a baby, or now you have a relationship, you know, like always, you know, if you, if you were taking yourself out on dates, continue. If you, Mm -hmm. you know, you met up with your girls to have drinks or girl time, like continue to do that. Just Mm -hmm. don't lose yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, And thirdly, you know, be kind to yourself. I think, you know, in a world where social media tells us everywhere to look, but (laughs) in the mirror and Mm -hmm. uh, we have all of these life coaches and Um, mentors, and and (laughs) some of everybody, um, all of the entrepreneur gurus that tell you that everybody's supposed to have a Mm. business, (laughs) you know, it's like, be kind to yourself, like, Mm. you know, plan, of course, and organize your life so that way you're able to take the steps that you want to take and be what you want to be, but be kind to yourself, like, you know, your journey is your journey, and that's Mm. what life is about, your journey is not going to look similar to anybody else's, And you're going to have your shortcomings just as everybody else does, but Mm. honor your journey, respect your journey. And most importantly, like just live your journey and be open to it. Um, Mm. you know, like I I can't stress it enough. So many of us we get into these relationships and motherhood and it's like, okay, when is the marriage? When is the baby? Or, Mm. or when, you know, when am I going to start this new business? When am I going to get paid more? When am I going to get this new job? And it's like, you know, just slow down and just honor your journey. Like if mm. you can make those steps to do what you want to do, but, you know, live in the moment and, and not be at anyone else's speed but yours. Mm,
0: I love that. Live in the moment and and be at
1: your own speed. I love that yes
0: Yes. (laughs) I love that I love that because Um,
1: (laughs) social media now can make you want to compete and you don't even realize you're competing but you know you especially if you're active on social media and you see things you're like oh man okay I want to do that and the next thing you know you're pushing yourself to do this thing and it's like you know it's like okay who did you want to do it or did you want to do it because you see everybody else is doing it now Mm. so it's just like you know know like your time is your time and and that things will come when it's time for it to come but you know be at your speed at your pace yeah I love that I definitely,
0: I'm definitely writing
1: that one down for sure,
0: for sure. Definitely writing that one down. Have a little, a couple of Latoya quotes uh, from this year that are definitely going to go on the page. Um, So, (laughs) in line with stepping into she, tell us what stepping into she means to you, and then what is one way you plan on stepping into she in 2022.
1: Yes, so stepping into she to me just means vibrating higher um going your highest self um and, and being at a higher frequency. And I think that could be in all aspects of your life. And for me this year specifically, um it's really holding myself accountable to um just being healthy um, you know, physically. Like I, I feel like, you know, mentally I'm strong and everywhere else in my life is such, you know, strong foundation. But when it comes to my diet, I just want to eat what I want to eat, and I'm like, who cares about exercise? Get out my face! I'll go, you know, dance somewhere in the club. I don't want to go to no gym, right? But mm-hmm. I'm learning, you know, as I grow. Like nutrition is a part of our life, and um, although yes, have you know, eat what you like to eat, enjoy yourself. Um, however, you know, food is the basis of all life. And Mm. if we continue to eat crappy all life, (laughs) we're going to end our life, you know, very, very soon and shortly. And so I want to live a long life. I want to be able to see my daughter grow. I want to be active and, um, I want to conceive more. Um, Mm. and so I just don't want anything to hinder any of those processes. Um, and I just want to be healthy. You know, I, I'm really grateful that um, I haven't been diagnosed with any diseases or put on medication. And I don't want to get to that point. And so, you know, that's, that's another thing that I'm reminding myself, like, okay, the body can only take but so much. And if you continue to go at the rate that you're going, then something is going to have to give. Yeah. And so I don't want to get to that point. Like I want to continue being healthy, continue being youthful. Um, but I also just, I just want to be healthy and like Mm -hmm. mentally I'm fine. And you know, my relationship is, has a good foundation, but I'm like, okay, you know, I can't vibrate higher without making sure that physically Mm -hmm. I'm capable of going higher. And so, um, This year, stepping into she is definitely taking my health serious and and just doing what I need to do to to be healthy.
0: I love that. I love that. So we're going to look forward to that from Latoya this year. Yes. um, On her stepping into she journey, amongst all of the other things you have going on this year, because. This year is going to be a really good year for you. Um, You're also also coming into the 30s club, from what I remember. Yes, yes,
1: this Friday. (laughs) This this Friday? Friday. Oh, my God. Oh, happy
0: early birthday. Thank
1: you, thank you. Do you you. have any any
0: fun things planned for your 30th
1: birthday? So, um, John and I are actually going to take a trip to Philly. Okay. um, Just to, like, get out of town. So, if you know any like Philly things to do, definitely let us know because yeah. we don't have anything planned. We just know we're going. There. So, <laughs> like we just know we're going. <laughs> if you know anything? You know, like hey, this is cool to check out. Let us know. Yes, um, I love. That. So far, that's that's about it. I think we're going to spend like a weekend in Philly and just kind of just relax without the baby. Those yes. are important, moms. Those are important. Yes, get those mommy daddy <laughs> nights in. <laughs> I love that. I
0: love that, and um one other thing I wanted to to touch on but um in this episode is you and your fiance have a business so tell us a little bit about that and how people can find your business how they can connect with you what you guys have
1: yes 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 so um I'm not gonna take all the credit it it really (laughs) I'm just here to to support him in any way um but yeah, so it, it, it was a hobby of John's um, making wooden jewelry, bracelets, necklaces, um, and then, of course, crystals. Uh, we're really big into crystals and their energy and what they represent and the different uh, natural qualities about it. And so, um, essentially, with our business, we wrap crystals, um, we could put them in rings, bracelets, charm bracelets, necklaces um earrings and we also do wooden jewelry um as well as in the bracelets the necklaces the rings the earrings Mm -hmm. um and so you know it's it's a hobby turned business um a passion turned into a business and so um yeah so it's all uniquely designed handmade um custom design no you know necklace or earring is the same exact same unless mm-hmm. somebody's like no 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 I really need this like that you know some mm-hmm. people um they see pictures that he posts of other work and like some people really just want that style and so he'll replicate that style um but everything is always custom and uniquely made and um handmade and so um we also make sure that as our vendors that we you know only shop with like black vendors to get a lot of our products just to you know put their business on and help pass that black dollar around yes um and then we also you know like to support um and donate to like up-and-coming black businesses as well so um we're all just about like keeping the the black dollar and the black community um but also you know just giving people things that they could wear that will accessorize their jewelry but also connect them back to their roots and so um, that's what we do. So we're our, our business is called Family Jewels. Um, and we're on Instagram as Family Jewels, and it's spelled um F-A-M-L-Y-J-E-W-E-L-Z. Um, and so you all can follow us there. And you know, we take DMs, um, phone calls, we have pictures there. Um, like I said, no jewelry is one and the same, but if anybody ever want like a replica of something um we're we're fine with making that as well
0: awesome so we're definitely going to put the link and the Instagram page in the episode details so everyone listening can connect to that um and then as we close because this conversation has been amazing I love talking to you Latoya you always (laughs) bring light and you always have some amazing things to say I love it I love it I love it um thank
1: you thank you
0: (laughs) so any last minute tips for our listeners any last minute things you want to share or just encourage anyone listening before <laughs> we let you continue to step into she.
1: Yeah. Um, all I can say is just honor your race and all mm. of that comes, all that comes with it. Just honor your race. Um, I, 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 and I hate, cause I, I'm a talker and so I could talk and talk and talk, <laughs> but just, just, you know, I'm so big on journey because I just remember being younger and I'm like, Oh man, like, you know, why was I born into this family and why do I got to go through this? But, you know, as I'm older now, I look back at that. And I'm like, no, I had to go through that so I could be who I am today. Because mm-hmm. if I didn't go through that, then I wouldn't be this toy. Yet. And then mm-hmm. I don't even know what that toy would be like. And mm-hmm. so, you know, I just love to always tell people like, you're good, you're bad, you're best, your ugly days, just honor it process it and and walk in the awareness of that you're always going to vibrate higher if you really put your mind to it so I love that
0: that's amazing. I love that. I love that. Once again, we got a Latoya quote that's going on. The page, y'all. That's so that. funny. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. This conversation has been so amazing. Thank you for coming in on Stepping Into Sheet and sure. sharing your journey thank with you. us and connecting with the people. We can't wait to see all of the amazing things that you accomplished this year. Um, all of the new journeys that you are embarking on and all of the things that you are manifesting to fruition in 2022. So thank you so much yes Um, thank you yes yes and like i said we will stay tuned to see what's coming and we will definitely connect with family jewels on instagram and their website with the information in the episode details
1: yes thank you thank you all Uh hey y'all thanks for checking out this episode of the stepping into she podcast Like and
0: comment on this episode and let me know your thoughts after this conversation. And as always, subscribe to the Stepping Into She podcast so you can stay up to date on the most recent episodes as they drop. Lastly, if you have a woman in your life or know someone whose story can encourage, uplift, support, and inspire others, DM me on Instagram at Stepping Into She and let me know how I can contact them. I look forward to bringing more conversations of inspiration, support, and love to you all. Thank you.